0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I am Billy Embody. Happy Friday. We've got our latest round of spring uh, football position previews uh, on the podcast today as I struggle through that one. Uh, And we're flipping over to the defensive side of the ball. We started last week with running back for SMU, going through the transfer additions, how that shakes out. Well, now we have an even taller task, sifting through this cornerback room for SMU. A really just impressive uh, job by the coaching staff to completely retool the future of this room uh, with the transfer portal. And also, you, you do have some veterans who have played A good bit um coming back. So as I kind of dive into this, this is going to be mainly those outside corners. That's where we're going to focus on and kind of how things could factor in. Nothing's a sure thing at this point, in a way, because you still have spring football. What is Scott Simons and the defensive staff going to do with this group in terms of who slots into corner, who slots into safety? But I'm going to give you guys how I see it, at least as of now. So the returners for the room, Jahari Rogers. Bryce McMorris, AJ Davis, Kavaris Hall, and as of now Sam Westfall. Um you know so they have some veterans coming back that have played a lot of football uh for SMU and it's going to be very interesting. What does Bryce McMor- McMorris do after missing uh the season with an ACL tear? Does he move to a safety spot? That's where he played in high school. That could be a thing that happens because you you bring in uh multiple transfers at the cornerback position with Jalen Davis Robinson, the LSU transfer who redshirted this past season, C.J. Sanders from Fresno State, Chris, uh, Charles Woods from West Virginia, a preseason All-Big 12 selection, and then Chris Meganson from Liberty. And all those guys, except for Jalen Davis Robinson, have played a lot of football. And then they signed LaModric Spencer, uh, or while well, they're going to sign LaModric Spencer here, Uh, in the 2023 class and um, bring him on board uh, as a cornerback. Somebody maybe who could grow into a safety, but really I see him as a cornerback. So this room has all sorts of competition now, and you have your boundary corner, you have your field corner. I I think for me, what stands out is the job that SMU did to add size to this room. Jahari Rogers isn't isn't the biggest guy in the world. Uh, A.J. Davis is a 5'10 cornerback. Maybe he moves inside to nickel. I'm not sure. Sam Westfall, 5'10". Kavaris Hall at about 6'2", is the only really big corner they have coming back. Well, they changed that. Um, LaModric Spencer, the 2023 commitment they got out of Duncanville, he's 6'1". Jalen Davis Robinson, a firm six foot. Um, You add C.J. Sanders, who's 5'10", but he has that versatility. Maybe he plays nickel. Maybe he plays safety. Maybe he plays corner. Uh, Chris Megginson, solid six foot. Charles Woods, six one. So they added some size in the secondary, and I feel like now, how does this work out? You lost Ronnie Johnson uh, to graduation. He's one of your veterans back there. Does Sam Westfall return uh, to this room? But here's kind of how I see it, you know, uh, going. Uh, and I mentioned this on uh, the mailbag podcast on Thursday. If you check that one out, uh, you know, when I did the starting twenty-two. And I think you're going to see Charles Woods and Chris Meginson be the starting corners at this point. Um, those are two guys that have played a lot of football. They bring size to the table and, um, you know, have talent, you know, Charles Woods, I mean, preseason all big 12 before he had his injury um, and and just decided to kind of sit out the rest of the way at West Virginia and get a fresh start. I feel like those are your two starting corners. Um, they bring size I, and Chris Meginson, somebody that knows this defense from Liberty knows uh, what Ricky Hunley expects, and that I think is as important is as important is as important as anything um, when it comes to retooling this room. I, I feel like the SMU had guys that bought in last year, but it just wasn't to that level. We saw spurts of it across the defense here or there. You know, the good first half against UCF. Um, uh, they, they. I would really have to rack my brain. I'm kind of already moving on in a way, but like. Memphis here or there, uh, or Memphis early on. Um, I thought they played well against BYU to an extent, um, and especially in the second half. This defense showed signs of being able to be successful when they have buy-in, and I just don't think it was consistent enough. So part of the positive of bringing in a guy like Chris Meginson, Rocket Rahimi, Ahmad Walker from Liberty, they can set the standard now that a Jimmy Phillips is gone, and Isaac Slade Matatia is gone, Armani Johnson, they lost some guys that, you know, really did buy in and, and did everything they were asked. So I think that's huge for Ricky Hunley to have Chris Megginson in the room. He had 33 tackles and six pass breakups last season. Uh, he had an interception in 2021. So, um, you know, somebody that uh, they trust. Uh, they want to uh, get him back on the right track. And, uh, you know, Chris is somebody that the this, this staff is just so familiar with. I think he's going to be a shoe in to start in all likelihood. Uh, for the Mustangs, then you have Charles Woods, uh, who played, you know, some uh, college football and and then transferred to West Virginia. SMU was going to get him and they ended up at West Virginia. So it's kind of funny how those things uh, turn out after he was at Illinois State. Um, in 2021, he was an honorable mention by PFF, uh, All Big 12, 11 games, four starts, um, played a lot on special teams, 31 tackles, 22 solo, two picks. Um, look, he, he's productive when healthy. And the key will be, you know, can he be healthy? Uh, that's going to be the important piece for him going forward. Uh, and I feel like, you know, if that's the case, then SMU is going to have a really true lockdown corner. And if you read the story I had out on theponyexpress.com with Scott Simons talking about him, that's their expectation—a true lockdown corner. That's why they went and got Charles Woods uh, out of the transfer portal for his final season of college football. It was so important that they found somebody that can really, really cover and line up. I thought we saw moments here and there of an Armani Johnson uh, breaking through of a um, uh, Sam Westfall even had good moments here and there, but let's be honest there when they're at their best, it still wasn't necessarily enough for them to be a good pass pass defense. AJ Davis is kind of a wild card here. I'm interested to see if he does move inside and maybe nickel, um, challenge Brandon Crosley, does C.J. Sanders challenge Brandon Crosley in there and kind of take that spot. And they liked what Brandon Crosley did down the stretch. This is not a slight on them. They're they're high on his continued development uh, and, and being able to kind of put it together so that, you know, he can be that guy for them. Um, but he is smaller. He, there are some limitations with him, you know, to an extent. You know, C.J. Sanders started two years at Fresno State and was really productive and a really good football player he could be somebody that fits into that spot in that 5'10", 175-pound mold. The outside spots, they want that size. They want Chris Meginson. They want Charles Woods there. So um, those are your two starters in my mind. Then another kind of wild card is how does Jalen Davis Robinson uh, look at SMU? Because he's got tons of speed. And to be honest, when I saw him before he went off to LSU, Right in spring practice, I went out to Waxahachie to watch the high school team practice, and he was out there working out. He kind of looked like he could be a safety. Uh, but I know they've addressed the safety position. Uh, they have Jonathan McGill. They have Rocket Rahimi uh, coming in. Those are guys that um, they they you know are going to rely on. Um, you have Ahmad Moses coming back. You have uh, Brian Massey coming back. That's for another podcast because safety is not potentially done. Um, but we'll kind of keep an eye on it and see what happens. Still, it, it, it's done for the spring, but we'll touch on it and, and, and kind of have contacts later on. But cornerback, um, this is this is a group that in terms of the backups or what I think Scott Simons wants to do, which is have a second platoon. And that's so cru- crucial at corner. Those guys do take a beating and they're not normally bigger guys anyway. Um, so having that, second group that you can really trust and roll out there will probably help them play at a higher level. And SMU has been after that, uh, for years now. Um, so Jalen Davis Robinson has that speed. He has that year at the highest level of college football in the sec. And he just played in a couple games. The LSU staff was very high on him. Um, one Stafford told me that, you know, they viewed him as the NFL guy, um, in the end. So that's, That was the expectations for Jalen Davis Robinson. He got homesick. He came to SMU um, and kudos to the staff for getting him because I think he's going to be a good one and people are really going to be happy with him. Then you look at, um, does AJ Davis take that next step? He played a good bit down the stretch as a freshman uh, this past year. And I was pleasantly surprised. I'll say that. I think his toughness really showed. He he had a willingness to tackle, played in four games while he redshirted, registered six tackles added a breakup in a quarterback hurry. Uh, that was a perfect getting feet wet moment uh, for him when it comes to uh, getting into the college game. And then, I mean, I hate to use the word wild card, but Jahari Rogers, you know, Jahari Rogers now played a good bit of football for SMU, um, you know, coming over uh, from uh, Florida in 2021, played in 11 games, nine starts, 26 tackles, led the team in PBUs, uh, made four starts in 12 games in 2022. And had two interceptions and three pass breakups. He was a first team all AAC performer for Phil Steele. Can he take that next step? And maybe it is having more competition. Maybe it is having older guys say, no, here's what you're doing. You need to step up uh, and do it a little differently. That is maybe what it, what Jahari Rogers needed. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how um, he continues to develop and continues to, uh, you know, factor in here because I do think he's going to factor in. I don't believe he was just recruited over. He's never going to play again. I just feel like he hasn't shown enough dog that he is going to take those uh, starting jobs back. Uh, and and that's going to be um, where it gets interesting is when these guys get pressed and there's new co- newfound competition, how do they respond? How does Kavaris Hall respond after a disappointing uh, 2022 season uh, with SMU after, you know, coming over from Tulane, leaving that, Ah, uh, program after after getting hurt, um, maybe a full off season for him is is what was needed to get him back on track. So, I have uh, h- higher expectations than I did for the cornerback room entering twenty twenty three than I did entering twenty twenty two because of the talent they added, because of the competition. Um, we will have to see. You know, Charles Woods has to stay healthy. Chris Meganstein was a good corner at Liberty. Um, did they upgrade it enough? to turn it into a secondary that you have one guy in Charles Woods, for example, that's feared. Um, can the backups elevate their play uh, to turn this secondary around? Um, SMU wasn't bad uh, against the pass uh, in 2022. Um, they they improved. They were terrible in 2021. We all know that. Um, and, and I believe they finished um, in the top half maybe. Um, well, doesn't look like it or know the search is really bad, but, um, SMU, yes, just at 73 overall, uh, passing yards allowed. Um, again, they were, I think dead last, um, in, in passing yards allowed. It f- felt like in 2021, um, and in passing yards per completion, uh, this is where SMU is in the top half of college football, uh, 56 overall, uh, in the country, um, on that front. Uh, oh, wait, that was, uh, not anyway, that was where SMU finished 56 in the country, passing yards per completion on offense, um, was looking for the one on defense, but, um, this is a secondary that did improve in 2021 or in 2022. Now in 2023, they need to take it to that top 25 level. That's in terms of talent. If you have somebody that is like Charles Woods that can lock down that side of the field. That's where it needs to get elevated to. Um, I think the cornerback room being upgraded, at least on paper, is going to help this pass rush to get after the quarterback, You know, make him sit back there a split second longer, maybe pick up some more sacks and, and disrupt some drives. So my expectations are higher in 2023 for the cornerback room, um, but um, still some questions. You know, Charles Woods has to be healthy. Uh, Chris Magginson has to has to step up as a veteran and, and the guys that played a lot last year have to develop. So with that guy's going to shut down this uh, position preview podcast. These are kind of meant to be quick, kind of uh, give you guys a feel for what's going to happen in the spring. Um, and we'll have tons to glean over tons of info to glean over um, when it comes to uh, the spring after it's done and, and reassess from there. But um, with that, hope you guys have a great weekend. Please subscribe to on the $10 a month. That's it and then hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel. We're closing in on 500 subscribers on our YouTube channel, aiming for 1,000 by the time uh, football season rolls around. So thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone, and appreciate you guys checking us out.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?